0: manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. This is the first podcast episode I am recording in my new house. Very exciting. The sound is not the best. I'm going to work to set up a good podcasting area. I'm still unpacking. There isn't much furniture in here yet and it's all hardwood floors. So there is a lot of echo. So I'm podcasting in this corner by my bed to help (laughs) buffer the sound until I get my whole setup finished up in my office, which I've been wanting to do for a long time. But the last apartment I lived in just felt so temporary. It didn't seem worth it to me to really set up all of my equipment. So I'm really excited to set up a whole podcasting space and also I want to set up a video area. So I'm hoping to improve the quality of all the content I put out, which I'm really excited about because I feel like I've just been kind of working with what was happening and just kind of getting by. And now I can make it exactly as I want it. I texted Kelly Tennant and I'm like, I need the list of all the things. Kelly and Connor have amazing production quality. They have an epic podcasting studio area in their house. If you are an aspiring podcaster or a podcaster in the pod course that we are releasing in just a few weeks, we cover all things, equipment, tech. Connor does a whole separate video walking you through all the different setups. We give different options for different budgets, but with podcasting production quality is so important and i mean when i started my show 5 years ago you could get by with some shitty quality i'm going to be honest now it is not so much i know a lot of my listeners think about starting a podcast so if that's you now is the time i highly encourage you to do this more voices need to be heard more opinions need to be heard i feel very passionately about this and the pod course lays out everything you need to know to launch a successful podcast grow, monetize all the things I wish I knew five years ago. We start November 2nd. Enrollment closes October 26th. It's a six-week live course. Every week you get modules and then a Q&A with me, Kelly, and Connor. There's a ton of experience between the three of us. We have all hosted multiple shows, been through many rebrands. Connor and Kelly work with so many podcasts in Soulfire. So between the three of us, you get a lot of different perspectives, a lot of really great insight. We cover everything from marketing to tech, to naming your show, to artwork, graphics, interviewing skills, which is key, finding guests, all the ways to monetize your show and so much more. Plus you get the community of other podcast hosts to build your podcast community, which is so, so important. So if this interests you, head to thepodcourse.com. You can find all the information there and snag your spot. now. Again, enrollment closes October 26th. So we are nearing that and we start November 2nd. It's going to be so much fun. And you know you want to start a podcast, so you definitely want to do it right. When I launched my podcast, I wasted... I mean, I probably wasted close to $7,000 on equipment, setting things up incorrectly. It was a mess. It should not cost that much to start a podcast, let me tell you. But I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So... Don't make my mistakes. Again, all the information is at thepodcourse.com and I'm hosting that with Connor and Kelly Tennant. If you have not listened to their shows, definitely check them out. Kelly and I cover a lot of similar topics. If you love this show, you will definitely love The Kelly Show. She talks about so many different taboo topics, everything from spirituality, sexuality, personal growth with so many cool guests, everyone from psychics to therapists to coaches. She recently had Atticus on her show, which was so cool. You can head to Apple Podcasts to subscribe to The Kelly Show and check out all of our content. You will love it. Speaking of taboo topics, on today's episode, I wanted to talk about being afraid of losing people. The two can go hand in hand very well. And this has been something that's come up in multiple client sessions in the up-level membership. I did an Instagram live connected to this. Last week, but I wanted to record a solo episode on it because I know it's coming up for so many people right now. And I also just want to remind you the up-level membership is open for enrollment right now. So if you want a community of other like-minded people to discuss these types of topics with and all the conspiracy theories, all the woo-woo stuff, all things manifestation, life, Uplevel is incredible. We're like a family in there. And that's also where I post all of my channeled messages, exclusive interviews, tons of video trainings, exclusive blog posts are guides, course content. But it's really the place to be if you want to tap into your intuition, bust through the bullshit, become really good at manifesting and have a community of people. On this journey with you, especially at a time like this, our Q and A calls—we have monthly Q and A calls and monthly manifestation calls. They're so much fun, and it's such a great way to bond with people. So, if you want to check that out, sign up for that. You can cancel anytime. It's at ChristinaTheChannel dot slash membership. But a few of the women have brought up this topic, and I get it. I feel it. It's definitely been coming up for me too, of course, and it's something that I have dealt with sort of on a larger scale multiple times in my life, right? So, obviously, it's difficult when we. Lose someone, and when I say lose someone, I'm not talking about they pass away. I'm, uh, which refer to my my relationship with death episode. If you're curious about that, but I'm talking about like losing friendships, relationships when someone no longer resonates with you, or vice versa, and it can be painful in a in a number of ways. But it's all in the mindset around it. But having more of a public platform and sharing my opinion and talking about taboo topics i have definitely gone through periods where i lose a lot of people and the first time i really felt this on a like larger scale was about 5 years ago when i got really sick and lost a ton of weight really quickly and all types of people from my past were spreading all kinds of rumors about me sending pictures saying horrible things i also was starting my my blog and a podcast, and kind of just during that whole period of me becoming really a different person and diving really deep into alternative health and functional medicine, holistic nutrition, the people in my life at that time didn't understand it. And it bothered a lot of people and I lost a ton of people. I lost the majority of relationships in my life and it was really difficult. But the people who were with me the whole time, I mean, it just showed me that they were. True friends. And it was so helpful actually in the long run because it really cleaned the slate and made room for so many amazing, <laughs> better friends to come into my life. And I feel so blessed and grateful now for the friendships and relationships I have, the people who have been with me. I just, I mean, I never thought I would have these types of relationships in my life, but it took me truly not giving a fuck and showing who I really am and just being myself to find those people. And looking back, I'm glad I lost a lot of those relationships because otherwise I wouldn't have had energetic space to bring in these new, incredible, loving relationships. And I think for most of my life, before I really developed my confidence, you know, growing up, I really didn't want to lose people. I wanted people to like me. And the thing is, no matter how hard I tried, to keep the peace for people to like me. I still lost all kinds of relationships. It still wasn't good enough, so that really wasn't worth my time. So it was very freeing just to surrender and truly not give a shit. But then going back to experiencing this on a larger scale, you know, once you have more of a like more of a platform, right? So as my Blog grew, my Instagram following grew, my podcast gained traction. There's more eyes on me. I definitely felt this whenever I would say something semi controversial or things that I didn't even think were controversial, but apparently triggered other people. People get upset, you lose a ton of followers. And sometimes it just happens, especially when you're making a transition. And I think, you know, this is a big reason why a lot of people are afraid. To pivot in their business because they're scared they're going to lose people. Well, people followed me for this before. Are they still going to like me when I talk about this niche? The thing is you cannot stay in a niche or a topic that you are not excited about. That is just bad energy and not going to help you manifest anything great. Let me tell you that. But I get it. It can bring up fear for a lot of people. And you know, for me, making a lot of my transitions, it brought up a lot of these thoughts again that I really hadn't worried about for a long time in the sense of not everyone's going to resonate anymore and relationships are going to change. And to me, people who I don't know, I don't, I don't really care, but it's more of the personal relationships in my life that are interesting to me to see how they play out, whether that is colleagues or friends. And I will tell you, there have been podcasts I've released where I have had friends that have been close friends for a while who reach out to me and say, I can't believe you posted this. I totally disagree with you. I don't want to be friends with you anymore, which I think is just really sad. I think it's just really sad that people are so opposed to hearing another side. I have a lot of friends who I don't agree with things, but As long as we agree on core values and they're an amazing human, and amazing friend, that's okay with me. You know, it's okay. It's not getting in the way of the relationship. There's a a core value thing that comes into play, of course. But I think we live in such, well, I know, we live in such cancel culture and trigger culture and people just, they want everyone to see everything their way. It's just not going to happen. People are looking for a deeper purpose. They're looking for a deeper truth, enlightenment. And they say that. They want that. They want to be educated and intelligent. However, they only want to look at one side of the coin. Well, guess what? You are really limiting yourself there. This relates back to how I've talked before so many times about how you should not run away from your triggers. Your triggers are your greatest teachers. And the thing is, if someone's really confident in their opinion, then they should have no problem hearing a different perspective. If you're really confident in that opinion and you think nothing could ever change it, then why not hear the other side? You don't have to change your opinion. But what if hearing another perspective teaches you something really valuable or highlights a point you hadn't thought about before? Guess what? That's how you grow. I always thought about this growing up at the dinner table when we'd have big family functions. And there's always that that one person, one many many who, you know, someone brings up their opinion about anything controversial and, you know, someone in the family, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to listen. I'm like, why? You know, if your way is the right way, then you shouldn't really be phased by somebody else saying something else. It's the people who are the least confident in their opinions. I find that never want to explore the other side usually because they're afraid of what they'll find or they know that they can't defend their point of view. Anyway, this came up actually today in one of my coaching sessions with one of my mentors. And we were talking about how right now a lot of people are feeling the call to open their throat chakras and really speak their truth. There's such a need to speak out and say your truth. That doesn't mean in a combative way. But it's a really important time to be doing this. Light workers in particular are really feeling this call. And you know, I was talking about this in the context of my business and things I'm sharing more publicly. And she was saying this as well in the context of her business, and she was just like, you know, I cannot stay silent about certain things any longer, and being good conscious, I need to say what I need to say. And if it doesn't resonate with people, they don't need to be on my page. And I was like, yeah. I I totally agree. And it reminded me of a session I had with her a while back where I could tell with my intuitive gifts, I was blocking myself, that there were things that I wasn't letting myself see psychically. And I really wanted to explore that block and get rid of it. And in that certain situation there are many things that can that can block us which I can totally do a whole podcast on that. If you find that interesting, let me know. But in that situation, you know, we like tuned in and we're doing some energy work around it. And she asked me what's coming through. And I was hearing the same thing over and over again. And they were saying, see the truth, know the truth, speak the truth. See the truth, know the truth, speak the truth over and over and over again. So I told her what I was hearing and she said, well, that's the thing. If you see the truth and you know the truth, will you speak out about it? Because that's the thing. When you're somebody who, when you know the truth or you know information that other people should find out about, it's really hard not to speak out, but also What if it's information that really triggers people or disrupts their paradigm? And this is something I have thought a lot about. And I think the more you do personal development work, the more you grow your intuitive gifts. It's something that naturally comes up as you go deeper down the rabbit hole. What do you do with what you discover? There are a lot of people who do nothing. And then there are a lot of people who... Feel compelled to share and the people who know information and do nothing. Well, now you're being a bystander. This is where we start getting into the questions of is saying nothing the same thing as lying? Is saying nothing the same thing as saying the wrong thing? But it's a really important question to think about. This is something I talk to my clients about in psychic development class that I've been running around like responsibilities of being a psychic and getting intuitive information and practicing discernment. And as so many more people wake up, not everybody understands this and people just start saying things. They might not understand the repercussions because there are certain things that not everybody's ready to hear. They might not have interpreted it correctly, which I find is really common when people are first opening up their intuitive gifts. And even really well-developed intuitives, there's this level of interpretation. But the question is, if you found out something really important, something that totally changed your life, and you knew that sharing that information would empower other people or set them free, really help them, but it also meant that other people close to you would turn away from you or you would lose them, would you still share that information It's a really good question to think about. We live in a world that very much encourages the dysregulation of our hormones. And something that is so simple to do that everybody can do to help regulate their sleep and balance out all their other hormones is wear high quality blue light blocking glasses. And the company I always recommend is Blue Blocks. These are the only blue light blocking glasses, 100% backed by science. If you have a pair of blue blockers that have orange lenses, you're not blocking the full spectrum of blue and green light that are affecting your hormones. So you need the sleep plus red lens. Put these on when the sun goes down and will really help to relax you, reduce anxiety and improve your sleep. I'm actually wearing those right now (laughs) and they make a huge difference. And then during the day. Either getting their blue light clear lens, which is great for people who work in natural lighting or their summer glow yellow lens, which is blue light blocking meets color therapy and great for people who struggle with seasonal depression and or work under harsher artificial lighting. So I use the blue light clear lens and the sleep plus red lens and I notice a huge difference on days when I forget I get massive headaches. I can tell my eyes feel strained and my sleep is not good which then affects my productivity, my energy, my mood, my digestion. The next day, it's a mess. So those are a must for me. And their Remedy Sleep Mask is a 100% light blocking sleep mask that helps us support REM sleep and deep sleep. I am super sensitive to light. And if I can sense there's too much light, I wake up. And I've tried a lot of sleep masks before and they never actually help. I love this sleep mask and cannot recommend it enough. And without it, I probably would not have slept for the last three months. They have so many different frames to pick from. They have about 20 different frames. I get compliments on my lenses all the time. My favorites are their Parker lens, but you can also send in your own frames. And they also have a custom-made prescription service available as well if you need that. And they're dedicated to giving back. So for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to restoring vision, who gives them to someone in need. Wearing real blue blockers is such a simple thing you can do to get rid of any headaches, any digital eye strain, improve your sleep, give yourself more energy, be more productive, lose weight, regulate your hormones. You need a pair of these. So you can head to blueblocks.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com to check out all of their products and use my code wellness for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B L U B L O X.com, and use my code wellness, W E L L N E S S, for 15% off. You're going to notice a huge difference when you get these glasses, so I can't wait to hear what you think. Right now, we live at a time where a lot of people are looking to find their truth in a number of contexts. So, for example, we see this in the personal development space, doing deeper work. This is a talk that we have with our coaches in the brain rewiring certified coach program, or when I teach brain rewiring in no BS Biz School, brain rewiring changes a personality. You change in monumental ways at a very deep level. And it's not uncommon for people to Notice a lot of their relationships change as they're growing, as they're doing a lot of deep personal development work. Sometimes people in their life don't come along for that journey with them. Or if you've been having a spiritual awakening, tapping in intuitively, you might notice that you feel that frequency gap between you and other people that you used to be close with. Any type of deep personal work, personal development can really strengthen relationships, but sometimes it can also bring people apart. And so as we have a lot more people doing this deeper work, and especially with the current state of the world, more people inside and having to face a lot of these deeper issues that they can't hide from anymore necessarily, or just having more time to do this deeper work and to reflect more if we're not as distracted with going out and doing things and just spending more time alone by ourselves, we we start to do a lot of this deeper work, which is why a lot of people are struggling when they don't have the tools to move through it. People are being forced to face parts of their lives, parts of themselves that they haven't faced before. This is why a lot of relationships are ending. Some get stronger and others end. So that's all going on. And then we also have All this crazy shit happening in the world, and people who didn't previously question things, those people are now thinking, hmm, this is all really weird. They're noticing inconsistencies with what they've been told. Things aren't making sense. They're wondering, am I being lied to? How far is too far? How are we getting out of this? What's true? What's not? A lot of people are feeling pushed to their limits, and it is forcing them to the edges, which is where the realm of questioning is, which is a really honestly empowering place to be, to be in that area of questioning. You have to question before you can find your truth. Even if you end up back to the same conclusion you started with, at least you explored the other options and you can have more confidence in your conclusion. But the point is a lot of people are seeking Their truth, are trying to find truth. People are starting to explore ideas they never would have thought of before. I mean, there are so many things I firmly believe now, things I've seen, I've experienced, I know to be truth that for me, my truth resonates deeply as truth in my body for me, that six months ago... I would have said, that is jack shit crazy, no freaking way. But when you do this exploration, when you do some deeper digging, deeper questioning, you open your mind to new possibilities. Sometimes you go down roads you never would have expected, and you find out information that totally shifts your paradigm. You have experiences that change the way you view the world. And through the digging, the exploration, the self-discovery, the questioning, you start to have maybe different opinions, beliefs that might be very different than the beliefs and views of people you're close with. And then there becomes the question of is that okay for both of you? Are you both fine with that? Or is it is it not? Do you need to shift the relationship? I think it's different for every person, every relationship and Different situations, of course, but I know this is something that a lot of people are grappling with in this time. People have changed throughout quarantine. People have changed. I know my, a lot of my clients have gone through rapid expansion, whether it's because of <laughs> quarantine or because of the programs they've been through, our work together, they're changing a lot. And then they hit this point where they're like, How do I tell my family what I believe? How do I tell my partner? these beliefs i have they're going to think i'm crazy i'm going to be rejected none of my friends understand this if i said any of this they wouldn't get me anymore and what's at the root of of that is the rejection piece but really it's losing people right it's this fear of losing people and so if you're going through this there are a few things i would encourage you to think about something that is really important to ponder Is what you believe love is. Do you believe love, real love, is conditional or unconditional? Do you believe that if somebody is in your life and you have a great relationship with them, that that means they're meant to be in your life forever? Do you believe that it is bad, wrong, shameful to let go of people? Do you believe that losing someone always has to end in heartache, negative situations, resentment, anger, frustration? Really start to peel apart your beliefs around love, around relationships, and around relationships ending and what that represents. What are the beliefs you have, the stories you have around that? Because that's what it is. We assign labels, connotations, emotions, beliefs to certain situations. And and we decide that. So I'll tell you how I see it. Just because this is the way I see it does not mean it has to be the way you see it at all. But it at least offers one potential perspective. So for me, I believe that I am worthy of real love at all times. And to me, that means unconditional love. And the people in my life love me for the real me, and I don't have to try and be anyone else. Otherwise, to me, it's not real love. And so if somebody really loves me, me showing the real me is going to resonate with them. And I'm not going to deny the real me, me being me, for someone else so that someone else feels more comfortable. I am not going to stop growing, changing, learning, exploring, shifting to accommodate someone else staying in their comfort zone or staying in their box. If they want to do that, that's totally fine, but I'm not going to let anyone else stop me from seeking deeper truth for myself. And if I have a relationship that really serves me right now and I grow and shift in a positive direction, I'm happier with myself, I learn more about myself, my viewpoints change, and someone in my life is upset by those viewpoints and doesn't want to be in my life because of it, then I'm happy to let them go and spend their time and energy in a relationship that serves them the same way I would like the energetic space opening up for a relationship that truly resonates with me to come in. And this is the thing, when you're really secure in a relationship and the love that's there, why would you be concerned that you having a revelation or paradigm shift or belief shift would end a relationship? Because if it does, then that's really conditional in the sense of you have to have the same viewpoints as me, in which case is that really the type of relationship you want to have? Or it is you can't grow or change because I feel comfortable here, so please stay in this box with me. And similarly, is that the type of relationship you want in your life? It takes time to work on shifting your relationships to all be very growth minded. I feel really lucky that every person I'm very close to right now is very growth-minded and very open, and there's nothing I would be afraid to tell them I've experienced or beliefs I have. Even if they disagreed, that, that would be totally fine, but I know they would be curious to at least learn more, but either way, I would feel safe just being me because I know they really love me and they just want me to be me. And I'm the same with them. I've actually had this conversation with a few of my friends recently, and they've told me that they really appreciate that they know they can tell me anything, even if I totally disagree and I'm always very open to it and curious about it and just want to learn more. And I think you know, in today's cancel culture, (laughs) avoid triggers, a lot of people are afraid of that. But if you want to grow and expand, you best be open to things. And if you're a mature adult, you shouldn't need to have everybody in your life see things exactly the way you do. And it's also this mindset of, you know, people like to focus on where they can argue versus what they have in common. So that being said, feel really grateful for the relationships I have. However, there are people who are colleagues or acquaintances or random people on the internet who who leave, right? Who like you quote, lose people. Is it really losing? They're they're leaving my ecosystem. And to that, what I can say, what I can do is I send them love and I wish them well. If I don't resonate with someone, that's totally okay there are so many other people out there that they could resonate with. And I would really love for them to spend their time and energy on someone who they do resonate with. And I also would love, you know, if anything isn't resonating, if anyone in my ecosystem isn't resonating with me, I so appreciate that person leaving and opening up energetic space for someone who does resonate with me to come in. So I know this can be difficult depending on their relationship, but this is really the process that I use, I have used to move through quote losing people, whether that be a friend, as that has happened many times before, or an acquaintance, or just a random person who kind of knows me, who wants to leave. And doesn't resonate, and like dealing with fear around that is really facing that fear head on and and peeling it apart and seeing what's what's beneath this? Why be afraid of quote losing someone? We can say it's rejection, it's abandonment, it means we're not worthy we're not good enough. Well now you've just given that person a lot of power that you don't you don't need to give them. you've also assigned some deeper meaning and and more intense labels than you have to to what's happened. But what if we looked at it from a more neutral standpoint and really an energetic, vibrational perspective, which is my frequency doesn't resonate with that person anymore. And when that gap is too large, there's going to be a drop off somewhere. That person is going to go find someone who resonates more with them right? Law of resonance. We attract what's at a similar frequency. And now I have open space, energetic space for somebody who does match my vibration to come in, which actually ends up resulting in better relationships, deeper relationships. Like they say, it's either this or something better. It's true. And what I'll also tell you is The more you do the deeper work, the more you ascend as you ascend from 3D to 5D, the more you do deeper personal development work, the more you rewire your brain, you grow in your intuition, you become kick-ass at manifestation. The more you raise your vibration, all of those things also go hand in hand with raising your vibration, the more you will notice non-resonance with other people. And when that gap gets too large, it's almost going to be painful to try and keep them within your energy. You can't force a vibration. You can't fake a vibration. On a human level, this comes down to trust. I mean, trust in quantum physics, really. But this can be a difficult part of an awakening process, an ascension process, personal development journey, whatever you want to call it, is the shifting relationships. We want to open our minds and shift our paradigms. But then we think, wait, what's this going to do to all these relationships I was so comfortable in before? Well, it puts those relationships to the test. Were those rooted in unconditional love or conditional love? Were those based on shared core values or based on surface level similarities and circumstance? A lot of people are in relationships based on circumstance. A lot of people are in relationships because they settle and they're afraid there isn't something better. There's always something better if you're open to it. And if you're doing the work to raise your vibration, there is Definitely going to be something better. You're going to attract people at a higher vibration, which will be deeper, more meaningful, more loving relationships. And it's not about getting angry or upset with people, it's about sending them love, wishing them well, and opening yourself up to the more aligned opportunities coming your way. So that's what I wanted to say regarding this fear of losing people. It's a big topic, but This portion of the discussion was very much on my mind, my heart today, so I wanted to record the podcast about it, and I would love to hear your thoughts around this, if it resonates, if you've noticed shifting, changing relationships in your own life. Are you afraid of losing relationships, and what's really at the root of that? Really important questions to think about, and this community is always a safe space to explore these ideas because... You guys are so growth-minded and high vibe, and I just am so grateful for each and every one of you for being so open and willing to expand your minds. I really, really honor you for that. and I know, especially right now, as a lot of people are in in fear mode, it's really nice to have a community of like-minded people to just feel safe with. So don't forget, you can always head to the free Facebook group. I have renamed it from Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe to The Channel Crew. So you can always post in there. Uplevel membership is open for enrollment. So that is a smaller community. We have Q&A calls, manifestation calls, and all of my unfiltered video content, channeled messages, real juicy in there. You can find more information and sign up at christinathechannel.com slash membership. And don't forget, you can check out my private Instagram page which is the channel crew to get access to that page you just need to dm a screenshot of your itunes rating and review leaving a rating and review helps me so much helps to spread the word about the show and if you dm me a screenshot of that itunes rating and review then you can just request to follow and when i get both of those i will add you to the page so you get access If this podcast resonated with you, please share it to your stories and tag me so I can see. I so, so appreciate it when you share the podcast on your Instagram stories. It means the world to me. I am grateful for each and every one of you, and I hope this episode was helpful. So that's going to be it for today's show. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll chat with you again next time.